Good morning. Welcome back. Here we are. Round, I have no idea. I don't know. I think we're on episode like 27. That's pretty good. Not bad. No, not bad at all. Um, We are continuing our journey on um, why psychedelics were made illegal. And I'm Nicole. And I'm Megan. We're coming from San Francisco, so if it sounds a little bit different, we're on a trip. Yes, we are um, in a in a in a city. It's a very interesting city nowadays. It looks like the apocalypse happened. Yeah, we are staying down on Market Street, which was once I would say what the financial district. Of, I mean, we're in was, the financial district. Yeah. yeah, we're right in the Tenderloin, and right outside our hotel window is Main Street, like the main Market Street. If you guys have ever been to this city, and now you can just walk across it, and you used to be able to like. You have to be very careful or you're going to get hit by a car or a bus or someone on a bicycle. Yeah, the homeless population. Like, I used to live here probably, it's been almost 10 years ago, and it, um, it, it, uh, it's been taken over by crackheads. I mean, literally, we saw, we were walking down the street, and it's just like Three crackhead people. central. Yeah, in front of police officers. Yeah, in front of cops. Like, yeah. the cops weren't the doing cops anything. cops were just like... You gotta get off the stairs, like you gotta let people into the BART station. Yeah, no, it was crazy. It was and nuts. every time we go out I feel like we're gonna get robbed. Yeah, it's a little like uh, it doesn't feel safe. Yeah, no, it's definitely scary. And we're looking at like buildings like there's hardly anybody in the apartment buildings. Like you can see into the windows and most of these buildings are for rent and it's just very post apocalyptic. It's very very eerie. It reminds me of Mexico. Oh yeah. Like a third world city. It does. It's honestly really sad to see, and I've heard people talking about this that actually tell the truth and not the media. Right. Uh, But it is really disheartening to see, and it's really uncomfortable to be in America and to feel like I've never had that experience in America um, in the morning. I mean, of course, you know, I've been walking on, like, L.A. streets at night and stuff like that, and it felt crazy, but to just, like, go out for coffee and feel like I need to, like, but my purse underneath my coat is really fucking gnarly. Yeah, and like you're taking jewelry off to just go outside is very... It just feels unsafe. Like the vibration is, it's not safe. And I just think people need to be aware of the fact, like I just got off the phone with one of my friends and he, you know, I was talking about it and he's like, can we talk about something else? And like that's everybody's reaction, right? right? Let's talk about something else. Let's not deal with it. And my question to these people is, is like, so what world are you leaving your children and your children's children if you're not willing to stand up and fight for what you believe in? Like, this is not okay. What's happening is not okay. Well, and it's, it's, I mean, it's everywhere. And like, you turn the TV on and they're like, everything's great. We're adding jobs. And like, that's, that's crazy. I mean, maybe that is the truth, but. That's not the truth. We're not not in a recession. And then the president's going to get up on the stage and say, we're not in a recession. The inflation's high as it's ever been. Or it's about to go be higher. I mean, it, it's just like, wake the fuck up, people. Like, I don't want to deal with this either. I have a south node cancer. I want to sit at home and teach yoga and chill. And, like, that that's that's my vibe. That's where I'm happy. And But that's not the reality of the world that we live in right now. Like, that can't. that's not going to be my life, and that's why we started this podcast and did this, is that Nicole's got Scorpio and I've got Aries, and... Like, fuck this shit. Like, this is not the world that I want to live in. And, like, people really need to question themselves on, like, what do you want? Because you need to start looking at what's going on 
this is really disheartening. Like, being here is really disheartening. Well, and if it's happening in this city, it's going to happen in a city near you. I mean, right. we live in Colorado Springs, and, you know, we're kind of in a bubble. We're, I mean, we, we live in a bubble. Yes, there's homeless. But, you know, you go to Denver, and, like, Denver's scary, too. Like 16th Street Mall is run down. It's boarded up. You know, it's this is a huge problem in our country, and it's not being addressed. People smoking crack on the sidewalk is a problem, yet, you know, here we are. Well, Why this, are psychedelics illegal? Well, and this is a really good segue because, you know, psychedelics are illegal because people say that they're dangerous, and yet there's people doing crack on the sidewalk and, you know, babbling to themselves about God knows what. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the mental health issues and this and that. It's like, you know, another really good conversation is the veterans aren't taken care of. A lot of the homeless people are veterans. You know, they've served this country. They have fought for you and me to have the lives that we have today. And I'll never forget when I was a private flight attendant before COVID and my boss at the time sent out an email because he's a visionary, Aquarius Life. um, And he was saying, like, if we shut down, what our fathers and our forefathers fought for will be in vain. And... I go back to that email a lot because it's true. Like, everything, all the blood that has been shed, everything we fought for is dying. And one of the ways that we can wake up the country is mushrooms and psychedelics and the people that want to control us are the reason why they're illegal. Because if people did mushrooms and had free thinking or, you know, any kind of ayahuasca or anything, they can't control us. Right. And addiction, drugs are one of the ways that they control people and keep them oppressed. Uh, and that, that this is just, I mean, this just lights a fire under my ass even more. Oh, like, I'm I mean, fucking pissed. It, it's, it was unbelievable yesterday. Like, I, I wish that, like, people could see what we saw. Because, you know, if you guys really want to see what's happening in America, I would highly recommend coming to San Francisco. This well, is a great... You know what? We'll take videos of it this afternoon, and I'll fucking put it on our Instagram, and yeah, I'll put it... I mean, this like, is... Like, you want to see what this, this shit's turning into? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And no, it's... I mean, we're, I'm more than happy to yeah, put it all over Instagram. You guys, you guys should see it. I mean, it's it's really quite amazing. And, um, you know, and, and we talk about, you know, they made... They try to take psychedelics away. They made them illegal. And yeah, you know, like we said, I mean, we're watching people do crack in the streets, shoot up heroin. There's people walking around picking up heroin needles. There's, did you see the guy in the, like, with the backpack that was just full of fucking needles? I yeah, was like, needles Yo. and heroin, and yeah, it was just like out in the street. Shit is wild. It is wild. So anyway, um, I think we should stop calling psychedelics drugs because yes. they're not even on the same fucking plane. So today's topic are psychedelics drugs, and um, I'm still reading bits and pieces off of this Psychable article. We're kind of like breaking it down because I think it's really important for people to understand what it is, and that's, you know, Megan and I's purpose behind our company and behind this podcast is to really just give pure, true information. We're not trying to convince you of anything. We just want you to think for yourself, take the information, digest it, process it, question it. And if you don't agree with us, I, you know what? There's a lot of things I don't agree with, but you know, I want, we want it to just be something that we want to create free thinkers. And if you listen to our podcast, you're probably already a free thinker or you think outside of the box. 
And if you are, you know, like share us, tell, tell people about us because our goal is to spread the word and educate. Right. Just be informed. Yeah, like know educate. your why big, we're all big on why, like, yes. I don't care what you believe as long as you have a why that's founded in reality and not in some like, well, the media fucking told me so like, fuck off. Right. You know, like have informed, be an informed decision maker because I wasn't for the longest time and I just don't want people being in the dark anymore. And the more that you learn, the more that you're going to find your purpose, find fulfillment, find that fire of life that lives in all of us. And it's been tamed for so long. And that's the beauty of what's happening right now is it's awakening the soul. And people are finding passion and purpose and like we have. And that's all that I want. I want people to feel alive again. It's like, that's the other thing that I've really noticed in this city is like, people are like walking zombies. Their eyes are just blank. They're staring at their phones. They're wandering around. And it's like the vibrating, like nobody's happy. I haven't seen smiles or, uh, it, it's just, uh, people are so dead. I'm like, come on, like we're alive. Like that's a beautiful thing, but people have forgotten just how much of a gift it is to just breathe be alive truly is because they don't feel it so we just want to even if we piss you the fuck off we make you feel something so i will take it (laughs) we like it i will fucking take it all right so psychedelics are psychedelics drugs no i totally agree they are not drugs many people have tried to reform psychedelic law claim that psychedelics are not drugs but perhaps an antigen a medicine or a sacrament as holy as the sacramental wine only quite different in pharma- pharmacologically. Even still, magic mushrooms, opiate poppies, San Pedro cactus, ayahuasca, all contain illegal and dangerous compounds in the eyes of the U.S. government. Technically speaking, psychedelics fall under the bracket of drugs, but so does caffeine, all depending on the expert you're talking to. So does sugar. Mm-hmm. Most food on the supermarket shelves is mixed with drugs, both naturally occurring and synthetic. A drug is a mere, merely a substance that interacts with our neurochemistry once our body metabolizes it. But because of the war on drugs and mass media propaganda, most people only associate drug use with overdose rates and criminal behavior. Those things are not, strictly speaking, the result of drug use. Instead, they are the result of the drug war. Or more specifically, the war on people who use drugs. When it comes to psychedelics, some prefer not to call those substances drugs because this term may carry a negative connotation for the past several decades. But the word itself is just a noun that means a medicine or other substance which is physiologically affecting when ingested or otherwise induced into the, introduced into the body. It is important to remember that the connotation associated with this word drug are subjective to our own experience and based on social and cultural interpretations. People who use psychedelics frequently dislike identifying as drug users. That might be because they are a restricted idea of of who drug users are. Alcohol, for example, can be both a sacramental wine and a toxin. Use, context, set, and setting can imply different meaning of drug use for the participant. And if you and if you can be flexible, then you might be less judgmental. One reason the U.S. suffers such high rates of substance use order disorder is because of the stigma attached to drug use and the shame applied to people who use them. 
It is, Imperial, that involving drug policy around psychedelics does not perpetuate the shame and stigma placed on people who use drugs. And the best way to do that is to end the drug war, not just the prohibition of psychedelic drugs, but many other use of the term. And when I was in high school, I had I had a teacher that Mr. Randall. Mm. He was fucking great. I took his philosophy class guy. and his religion class, and he changed the way I think today. He's one of the ones that made me the free thinker that I am today. And if you don't think you can matter in somebody's life, you can matter in everybody's life. Um, not everybody's, but you know what I mean. You know what I'm getting at. But. When we were memorizing the preamble to the Declaration of Independence, which is, um, you know, the pursuit of happiness. If you don't know what that is, please go Google it. If you are not taught that and you're listening to our podcast, one, our education system has failed you, (laughs) and two, go Google it because you need to know what it is and what it means, and you don't have to memorize it, but you need to be educated on it because it is super, it's... It's very important to, you know, what the world is. So, in case you don't know. Oh, here. Okay. It to us. The preamble to the Declaration of Independence is, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. All men are created equal. This is why slavery was abolished and everything else. Doesn't say anything about skin color in there. Nope. <laughs> that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. That among these rights are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And psychedelics make me fucking happy. Like, they have changed my idea of happiness. And I think they should be legal because of that single phrase. If you are... If you truly want to pursue happiness, you should be able to free your mind. And I don't... You know... When we don't mess with drugs, like crack is cocaine, right? Cocaine is actually an amazing drug, and it's used in Peru and things like that for altitude sickness. They all have really, really good uses. It's just when they become abusive, but they become abusive or abused, I guess is a better way to put that, when there's mental health issues or such severe trauma that somebody needs to check out of their lives. And that's what we need to look at. Again, we're looking at symptoms and not at causes, and this is what I bitch about all the time as a holistic nutritionist Um, when I'm working on people's bodies and everything it's like (laughs) even sugar it's like you mentioned that in your thing it's a huge abuse of the body and actually I would I would argue that sugar kills more people than any drug ever absolutely because inflammation all disease is inflammation and sugar causes inflammation. Well, and I was just telling Megan yesterday, and I don't know if anybody has seen this, but Starbucks is being currently, they just entered a class action lawsuit. This woman is suing Starbucks for using healthy terminology. And, you know, these uh, dragon fruit acai drinks, or there's like mango, I don't know. I, I, I'm not super familiar with the exact names of them, but... They claim to be these, like, super healthy drinks for people, right? Like, oh, I'm getting some acai or some dragon fruit, which are natural fruits. But they actually don't contain any of the natural name of the the fruit. They contain all white grapefruit concentrate. Yeah, it's just basically... It's like drinking a soda. It's high fructose corn syrup, which is like... 64 grams of sugar. Yeah. For eight bucks. By the way, if you want to know how bad that is, okay, 
if you want to know how bad that is, five, anything more than five grams of sugar causes a massive insulin spike. It's not an insulin reaction, it's an insulin spike. Insulin is what your pancreas uses for those of you that are um, excretes, for those of you that don't know, to control blood sugar because your body can't handle more than five grams of sugar in your bloodstream at a time. So insulin is actually what pulls sugar out of the bloodstream. It's what makes fat cells. In the absence of potassium, you will make fat cells. Sugar is the antichrist and carbs are become sugar in the body. And there's good carbs and bad carbs because like vegetables can have carbs, right? But any kind of like breads or things like that. And think about people's diets. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, you sit there and I mean, cancer lives off of sugar. It, it's so, 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 so bad. Like we would not have the cancer deaths in the United States if there wasn't the sugar abuse. Right. And it's abuse. I mean, I cannot believe some people's diets when I'm around them. And I, I actually used to be really bad, too, until I became a holistic nutritionist. I had no idea what sugar did to my body. Right. You know, and we, we sit here and we say, oh, cholesterol, heart, heart disease, da-da-da-da-da. Well, what's so interesting about, you know, the number one killer is uh, actually cancer, and the second is heart disease. And, um, and the third is Western medicine. But I actually think it's the first. <laughs> um. But what's so interesting about heart disease is that it's usually based on cholesterol, but what actually affects cholesterol is sugar and not what you think it would be. People say, you know, don't eat eggs, da 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 Well, no, what happens is when you eat a lot of sugar, it scrapes, you know, if you think about like sugar scrubs and what they do to your face and lips and stuff, like I use sugar scrubs on my lips to get the dry skin off. I use sugar rub like on my body and on my skin to get, yeah. So if you think about that, going through your arteries, it scratches the sides and then plaque builds up. So it's actually sugar that is the cause of heart disease and cholesterol issues and heart attacks. It's not like it, it's not what people think. It's not what Western medicine preaches. Again, they're te- they're treating the symptoms, and it's the same with. Oh, I think a bird just hit the window. Um, it's the same with everything that we're doing. It's like mental health, all of these things psychedelics can free your mind of having a different perspective of trauma. It's like, I don't have any less trauma than I did a year ago. But the thing is, is my perspective on my trauma is different because psychedelics have given me perspective on why my parents are the way they are, why my life has been the way that it is. And it's like, if you start to transmute trauma into your story, your story is where your power lies it's how we connect with other people think about how powerful storytelling has been for thousands and thousands of years and if you have the correct perspective on your trauma it no longer is an open wound it becomes a healed scar to which you can connect with other people and we're not looking at it like that we're looking at it as poor me fuck my parents fuck the world everything's been so bad to me but if you take that and you use it as a starting point of like the more trauma I have, the more like nobody can abs- no nobody can fuck with me. Like that that's my way of transmuting it is like my parents did the best they could with what they had. And they were unconscious people when they raised you and I. And when I was throwing up black tar out of my heart chakra during my fucking ayahuasca ceremony and I had to relive what my parents had been through, I have so much more just like compassion for the fact that they were even able to like function at all Mm -hmm. and 
you know, that that's the thing is, is like we blame so much of our shit on other people. And yeah, maybe they did traumatize us. But the thing is, is like when you have humility and you're grounded and you're compassionate, it stops affecting you in the same way. But that's why psychedelics do such a good job of changing the DMN, which is the default mode network, is is like because it's ego that wants you to suffer. It's ego that wants you to be in pain. And when you, and I'm not saying kill the ego, if you've heard us before, we don't believe in that. It's a separation of like, am I in my ego right now or in my higher self? Am I in my highest consciousness? Because the ego loves like, oh, I'm, I'm a victim, I'm suffering. But people manipulate you by using your ego. Right. And that's what the government does and everything else. They manipulate your suffering they entice your ego so that you are in a victim mentality. It's like, poor me. Everybody loves that. I even love it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a victim. I don't have choice. But when I really think about it, I've always had choice. Yeah. and But that's the thing. Like, what's happening right now in this, like, drug war, right? There's war on drugs. Like, they wanted to take away our choices. And they did. They have. And now we're like, no, this is how this is. And, like, you know, Oregon, you know, they've legalized it. But then they're still putting these, like rules around it and they're gonna make money off of it and it's like okay I get it but also at the same time like how how can like this is my true honest question to people and I want you to think about this next time you go to a coffee shop and I was thinking about this this morning before we did this podcast we went down to this coffee shop down the street and the whole entire case is full of carbs all sugar nothing there was one healthy option or egg bites, I think. No. There was not even egg bites. No, those are at Starbucks. That wasn't it. They place. didn't have... Okay, so they didn't have any eggs. They had avocado toast, which was on bread, which is carbs. Mm-hmm. And everything else was pastries. So why is it that you can pay $9 for a croissant, which is more damaging to your internal body, mm-hmm. than you can go and buy psychedelics? Great uh, question, I know. Because it's acceptable to right. be obese now. right. Like it's you, acceptable. It's acceptable to be addicted to sugar. It's acceptably addicted to alcohol. It's acceptable to smoke crack on the freaking streets of San Francisco. But yet, if there's something that can free your mind, it's illegal. Because it's control. Right. It's all about the control. Because the sugar makes the money, and there's able to control this, your mind. Well, and if you don't think that we live in a controlled society, because some people don't. I know. I want you... To think about growing up, right? Think about how programmed you are, because I've been there, I've done this, and I was forced to free my mind, right? So it was go to school, graduate high school. It wasn't, are you going to college? It's where you're going to college. And then it's like, oh, I need to be married by 30, have kids, blah, blah, blah. If you're not married by 30, then you're you know, hopeless, no man's ever going to love you, like, your eggs are dying, you're old, like, you're basically an old hag, right? Yeah. We don't even have gray hair yet. We don't even have gray (laughs) hair yet. So, I remember, like, being in college, and um, most of you actually don't know this about me. Fun fact, I don't admit this, or hadn't in the past, I never graduated college. I always talk about going to college, but people never really ask me, did you graduate, right? Right. Because when you meet me, I'm... I'm I'm so well read, but I'm self-taught because I didn't have the money to go to college. And so when I had to quit and all of my like semester defaulted into collections and everything, I was forced. It was the biggest turning point in my life. I was forced to quit college. And 
you know, it's funny now because we can go to the mainstream media and talk about like how they're forgiving loan debt. Well, what, what about those of us that had to quit and had to leave? But honestly, that was it was the single greatest thing that ever happened to me. And for the longest time I resented my parents and was very ashamed. I had so much shame around the fact that I hadn't graduated college. And, you know, now I look at society and it's like the richest people in the world haven't graduated college, which is really funny. Um, you know, and we started this company and my life has been such a fucking adventure and I wouldn't take any of it back, but it was so much shame. And now it's something I'm actually quite proud of, of the fact that like, I had to fucking figure it out and I did. And right. and you can and I you can but you like can. college isn't for everybody no. and like honestly I sucked at it anyway because somebody trying to tell me what to do and to like read this book and fucking it didn't make any sense to me I was like this is not true and on private planes we actually would talk about college and a lot of like the theories and things in books are actually not true right. in actual application in the world. And I learned, I got like a crash course in business, life, everything, just flying on private planes with billionaires because a lot of them never graduated college. And if they did, they're like, it's completely bullshit. And, um, but it's, it's just, again, if you allow yourself to be a victim, then you are. If you take life by the horns and are like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to fucking let this define me. And I didn't even know that I was doing that at the time. Um, but, like, most people are too stupid to, like, they don't even care to ask. They, and they don't care enough about you to even ask. I mean, how many people listen to respond and don't just listen to hear what you're having to say? And they're creating their own narrative in their mind. Well, and the thing, too, that, like, I always think about this is, like, so Megan was, she went to Bikram Yoga teacher training. She paid for it in cash. Mm-hmm. Megan also went to flight attendant school. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there's flight attendant school. It, yes. it took you, what, 10 days? You were in the southern, you were in Florida. Florida. Mm-hmm. You got all of your certifications, and it cost you $5,000, right? Yeah. Or was it like? 3500 Oh, $3,500. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Megan's a teacher, yoga teacher, mm-hmm. and she has flown all over the world. And mind you, when Megan was a private flight attendant, she made more money than most of my friends that have very pretentious, high-up Degrees. Do you mean pretentious or prestigious? Prestigious, not pretentious. Sorry, it's wrong pretty word. much the same thing. I mean, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It was like a Freudian slip. Okay, it was funny. <laughs> you know, it happens. Uh, um, so just you know, put put it in perspective of like, and right now I know it's a hot topic. Or we've been on you know cruise and Instagram, and everyone's all up in arms about college debt and this and that and like. You know, Megan, and then Megan's boss, you know, like, she got to fly over the all around the world on someone else's dime and being cold, like, being, exploring the world and the culture. So, if you're listening to this and you're in college, we're not, like, telling you to, like, drop out of school, but I'm giving you a different perspective because when you get out of school, you're going to have a shit ton of loans. Megan has no loans. Megan has made more money than most 30-year-olds I know. Mm-hmm. And she's gotten to see the world. So if, you know, if there's this narrative in your family of like, oh, you have to be this and you have to go to college and like, we 100% come from that family. Mm -hmm. We have a family that we are the only two that don't have, didn't go to like bougie schools. Like we didn't go to Yale, we didn't go to Berkeley, we didn't go to like, uh, I mean, yeah. You name it, they went to it. We didn't get indoctrinated? No, we did not get indoctrinated. (laughs) 
And, but it's okay. Like you can still be very successful without a college education. And if you don't believe us, Jeff Bezos, not college educated. Mike Saylor, the founder of MicroStrategy, who does all the Facebook mm-hmm. analytics. He is, he, he graduated is MIT. graduated from MIT, but he didn't have to get a master's. He didn't have to get all of this like he also high skill. Right? It is for some people. Right. Um, We're not Zuckerberg in, like, isn't educated. No, he's not educated. Um, there's a lot of people that free think that are have done very successful have successful careers. Now, I'm not saying if you want to go be a doctor and change the world, you're going to have to go. Like there's no way around the medical world. Well, but that's not true. Go to acupuncture school or something. But I mean, you still have to do a bachelor's and you have to do 90 credits in western education in order to even be looked at to go to acupuncture school, which blows my mind because like I mean, acupuncture is but these are the paradigms we need to shift. Right. Like, this is what I don't agree with. It's just like all of these, you know, and actually I'm, I'm going to argue with you that I don't think most people need to go to college because no. it's so fucking expensive. It is not worth So systems create systems, right? Yeah. Once you enter into a system, it is very, very hard to shift out of that system. Right. So when you go into, so for example, you go into college, right? You go into debt. You enter into a system, and debt is one of the systems that I would argue creates net like now a day slavery, because when you get into debt, then you have fear of not being able to pay debt back, and then you have you know loans, and then you have to pay a mortgage or rent or whatever the fuck, and then you get a car, and then this materialism world enters, and you have to buy all this shit, and you have to blah blah blah. It's such a fucking mind game. Anyway. What is so interesting is is that if you never enter that system, free thinking is easier to achieve. Now, I'm not saying, you know, like you said. It, it's mainly like doctors and lawyers. Like, there's no way around those. Well, for now, te- but this right. is, this is what we need right to now. shift. Right. Is, exactly. is like, why can't you just go straight into learning from another doctor? Because that's actually where you learn anyway, and you're going to learn anatomy. You're going to learn all these things. I'm saying that... School is another form of massive corporations that make a fuck ton of money off of people, but they also cause slavery. If you never are in debt, you are so much more free to make choices that you actually want in your life versus making choices based off of like scarcity or lack or being in debt versus high vibrational, conscious, loving, abundant decisions and you actually becoming the person that you want to be. Because right. when you have all this shit pounded on you, it constricts the mind's ability. And then you get on psychedelics, right? Circling back around what we're actually supposed to be talking about. It's all related. But and you you get to you you free I mean it's such bullshit. Money is paper. The credit system exists because it's control. Right. I mean, it's like it's so fucked up when you really start to break these systems down it is all about control it is all about ownership it is all about like systems entering systems and then those basically putting you in chains and confining you I mean we have an uncle that's a neurosurgeon out of Stanford and he's in his 50s and he just paid off his student loans I mean that's fucking crazy and it's 10 times what it was when he went to school well, and it's, it's amazing because, like, 
you know, I, when I lived in, well, I, you know, I still do hair in Southern California from time to time, every six, six weeks. But, um, you know, I'm right down in like the Loma Linda area, which is, you know, it's a world renowned, world renowned hospital. And all of those doctors are miserable. Every single one of my doctor clients is miserable. Many, because they're stuck in a system. How many people do you think are actually happy? That's yeah. what that's what like I think when people do psychedelics and that's what's so amazing about even just microdosing is is if you haven't tried it, A, make sure you use intention. B, like make sure the mushrooms are loved because it's really important the intent that's put right. into them as they're grown. But anyway, huge side note. Um you, you it it you don't go into a fear response. How many people are just functioning off of fear-based responses to what if that happens and what if this happens and it's a constant like PTSD spin and then you even just microdose. It doesn't even have to be a macrodose. You're just microdose and it takes away that fear, that PTSD response and you're like, holy fuck, I've never lived my life. My life has been owned by my parents and then my fucking college and like did I get A's, B's, or C's? My entire self-worth and identity is based off of fucking grades from some stranger that gives no fucks about you. And you then have shame and guilt and we wonder why addiction is at an all-time fucking high. And it's like I was not good at school because... A, I just didn't give a fuck about what they were teaching. And B, like, because of that, I thought it was stupid. I thought I was stupid. And now I'm coming out and, like, how much I've read and how much I've researched and who I've worked for. I'm like, actually, I'm really fucking smart. It's just not in a mathematical, structured way. I'm a communicator. I'm a, so are you. Like, we're not, there's so many different types of intellect, but they're not actually taken care of in the school system. And there's so many broken humans that are drinking and doing drugs and all that because they thought these things of themselves because of the systems that are created to break you. Well, in the systems, I mean, they start them at like fucking seven years old. Oh, your kid can't sit still. We got to put them on whatever. Rip. Pharmaceutical Pharmaceuticals. Shit. Oh, you're, you know, this, that, and another. And I'm like, what, you know, these, the parents that are homeschooling their children right now are on it. They're breaking their children out of the bullshit, mm-hmm. and we are watching a government that is panicking because, guess what? When people, when kids stop enrolling, then they can't tax people. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll still tax. They, they still, but they, they get tax write-offs, right? Or they're going to eventually take it away. But if you homeschool, you don't have to pay, like, the whatever tax to the state because your child isn't in public school and, like, all this stuff, and... You are now allowing to work with your child for three to four hours a day. And I guarantee those homeschooled children and all of the kids that I have ever met that are homeschooled, they're not weird. They're very well read. They can communicate their needs. They are like... But they have self-confidence and self-worth. Right, and they're not structured into this Which bullshit bubble. Which is the most important right. thing. Right. We break children. Right. And it's this... Let's put them into the system. And then they want us to be functional adults. And it's like, this is, again... But do they want think. us to be functional adults? Yeah, well, I mean, we they still have to go to, to work and do all this shit, shit, and then they stick us on antidepressants and everything. Okay, and I want to be lungs. really, like, careful about labels, because so many people start labeling themselves, and it's like, there's all of these words, and there's all of these things that we use, and it's like, just because somebody functions differently, mm-hmm. right? Like, I was labeled dyslexic, put that as an example. I am fucking dyslexic, <laughs> shit. But I thought 
I wasn't smart because of it. Like, I was in a special reading class, and people would make fun of me that I was in, like, special ed and, like, stuff like that. When, no, I think in pictures. I have a completely photographic memory of an inability to think in words, which is actually brilliant in itself because, again, I'm an astrologist, and I could pull people's astrology charts in my head and start reading it out of my brain that I haven't looked at in weeks or months or whatever. And so again, labels and psychedelics. And I think kids should even start taking them as teenagers and stuff like that to combat depression and anxiety and break out. The the thing that it does is it breaks you out of the structure. It breaks you out of the conditioning. It breaks you out of this. And they they, they fucking call it drugs. It's identity. It it brings you back to who you were as a child. And I'm always saying this, right? And I've probably said it like 50 times on this podcast, but Parenting is not forming your children. Parenting is basically, you might as well put on a, like a battle suit and just be a blocker from the outside world because your job as a parent is not to change your children and to make them functional people. It's to keep them pure and whole as they were born. Right. Like you, you need to be basically the atmosphere surrounding your children to block out, at least now, all of the bullshit because children are born with identities. They're born knowing who they are and we break them. Right. We, we don't... tell them what they're supposed to be. Right. So, I mean, a lot of my idea of parenting is not to condition your child. It's to actually keep other people from putting their will and their thoughts into your children because... The conditioning of children is fucking horrible. And if you start doing psychedelics, you're going to be more able to let your children be who they are because you're going to be who you are. And that embodiment of self is what we need to go for. Um, And calling psychedelics drugs and calling like... People need to get involved with the movement. They need to experience this themselves. I mean, I really, really, really encourage... Every story I hear of people taking... Um, psychedelics that are actually not synthetic, do not take synthetic. Um, Stay away from synthetic. It's life-changing. And it's a it's a sense of calm. It's a sense of knowing. It's a sense of like dropping into your mind, as I've said before. The mind thinks, the body knows, the heart knows. There's a knowingness when you're connected into nature, into the earth, into what we are and who we're supposed to be there's this essence of like oneness and I think loneliness is one of the greatest um epidemics of today's society or should I call it pandemics because it's fucking worldwide like we're not just talking about America this is happening in every fucking country yes and if we don't wake up mark my words if we do not wake up if this movement fails we will fail as a human race this is not a small time think this is not a it, this is so much bigger than all of us that it's going to take the mass consciousness shifting to get this shit under control i mean it's like i hate even using the word control but to get humans back on track i guess is the best way to put that yeah we've definitely railed to we're like off i don't even know where I mean, we're there's, going there's so much pain our trajectory is it's so scary. much pain but pain doesn't and that's what i was talking about earlier pain can be transmuted into joy yes. pain can be transmuted into your life purpose it's every single thing okay every single thing 
that has happened in your life is for a reason. And I can say that with walking through, you know, a mother with mental health problems that went to a psych ward with, you know, having my own experience with near death, um, you know, having terrible people do terrible things to me and I can still see the light in it. And that's where you can be. Like, it can be your greatest strength instead of your greatest weakness. And you don't have to live in shame and live in the dark. And that's why we're here. That's why we're doing what we're doing is, you know, psychedelics are the answer to so much healing and so much self-realization. And I cannot... I. I'm honestly so fucking mad that they made them illegal and that I even had to suffer for like 30 years is just crazy. It, it really, it really, but. it's, yeah. But um, we want, we're going to put up today, I'm going to put it on our Instagram, but we're going to post this. And I want to know what you guys think. Like, we really want to know, like, are, do you feel like they're, they should be illegal? Do you feel like, you know, this movement has a purpose? Because we're definitely behind it. But we always Obviously. are up for a huge, you know, I want to I wanna see other people's opinions. Like, I want to... Anybody that would argue hasn't done them yet. Yeah, and, and that's pretty much... So I encourage you, know. you to, like, get out. Um, you know, you can buy this shit on fucking Etsy at this point. It's yeah, crazy. The movement that's happening, um, and if you're afraid, uh, take San Francisco, for example. There's crackheads doing crack in front of cops, and they're not getting arrested, so lose the fear. Yeah. Um, nobody's going to fucking do anything you. to you. If, if it, for anything, I was like, oh, my God. Like, one of the... Again, you can always see the light. One of the good things is, is, like, dude, if everybody's doing it, what are they going to do? Put us all in... It, it's just, like, fuck the system. Yeah. Fuck it. Like, I, I... Break free. Find yourself. Like, expand. Stop contracting. And this will help so much in that expansive energy. Humans are extraordinary, and we have to stop living in this constrictive, terrible energy. Uh, I hope you got out of something out of this today. It was kind of tangents, but yeah, we did tangent a little bit. But it's just questioning, you know. Start questioning. Questioning start thinking, psychedelics. Start I mean, breaking the thought patterns. And you know they've been working. Fadman, Leary. Mm-hmm. I mean. They're the godfathers of it. They started this in the 60s and 70s. But look what they sacrificed for it. Right. I mean, Larry died. Well, he went to prison, too, and he lost... um, He lost everything. uh, What's the other guy? uh, He got kicked out of Harvard. Oh. Mom talks about him all the time. I can't remember his name. But there was a lot of godfathers, and, you know, it's... This isn't... this This is the third wave, and we have to, you know, everybody has to get on board. Gotta, we gotta go for it. Well, it's just a question of who do you want to be. Yeah. Like, how do you want to live your life? Do you want to live in shadow or do you want to live in light? And like, it is seriously that simple of a question. Like, are you going to let fear rule your life, or are you going to step into who you were born to be and what you are here to do? Because every single one of us has a mission and is here for a reason. And I implore you to fucking find that reason. I am such a big component and we are such big components on like purpose, fulfillment, like, but you first have to wake the fuck up. Like, this is not a joke anymore. Uh, I spent years in shadow. So did you. Like, we meet people every day and work with people every day where, but my biggest question is, is like, when are you going to light the fire under your fucking ass? Like, when are you going to step into who you are supposed to be? 
Like, when is enough is enough? Like, when are you going to make that choice that it's enough and you are willing to stake your life on what you came here to do because it's nothing short of dedicating every piece of who you are to the mission that you came here for. And it takes absolution. And that's um, what we're here to help people find in whatever capacity it is. I just, even if we only wake up one person, I don't even fucking care. I think we've woken up a few. But it's <laughs> but, like, you know, at this, this you know, point we're pushing for more than one. Where is your life force? What right. makes your heart sing? Right. Do you even know your heart? Allow us to introduce you. Fucking take some mushrooms. Anyway. Take some mushrooms. Um, we are, Megan and I are doing, we're launching a kind of a self-paced program. Mm-hmm. Um, for people that are trying, you know, getting their feet wet in this, it's online, it's all self-paced, you can microdose on your own and, like, kind of start to explore it, um, because we've kind of looked at this as a, you know, some people don't want to talk to us about their why, but people want to still explore their why. So that will be available on our website coming September and probably, October. I mean, we have so much coming, just... Expected around October. Yeah, we're We've got we're working. so much going on. Yes, but we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it's it. It's coming. It just, is. Just be patient with us. It's coming. <laughs> um, but that is where that's about it for today. Yeah, and we'll be back tomorrow. If you guys have any questions, synchronicity two 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 Instagram or synchronicity. Or we have two. Yes, we have. That's the company page, the and company then we page. have the. Fuck off page basically where I just like post whatever the fuck I want and that well we that post whatever we want. That's underscore sisters. sisters. Yeah. Um, so you guys can definitely if you want the fuckery of our lives, sisters page. If you want to like just see what's up with business, just synchronicity two 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 because some people don't care what we're doing in their lives <laughs> or they really do and they love it. So we will be back tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.